Greetings, aliens. It is me, your one and only host, Ella Sanchez, of my Nadia Preguntó podcast, because truly, no one asked for this. And if you're tuning in again, then welcome back. Thank you. I do appreciate the people that have been reaching out to me and saying, like, yo, I dig the podcast. So I appreciate it. And if you're new, then what the fuck? Why? Stream me, please. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm actually gonna plan to put this on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts at some point. Hopefully, maybe YouTube, maybe SoundCloud. Who knows? The world is my oyster today. But today's topic, guys, I don't know if it's like crazy serious, but kind of, I guess. Like it has a deeper level to it. It's actually gonna be like more of like a lighthearted kind of deal, kind of compared to my other episodes where I was just like full force, just like giving trigger warnings every two seconds. So there's that. And also this microphone records literally everything. It is a Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I know that no one's going to listen to this because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Nobody cares about what I have to say, literally in general. So that doesn't really help me. But anyways, um, eh, yeah, here we are. You know, I excuse the low energy at some points today because school has me grabbing and stealing me away from all things I like to do in my life, you know? But I am here. I am going to be present. I have tea with me. I have my turmeric tea and as if anybody cares. And I also have my cup of sunshine tea. It's supposed to give you a little mood booster and not actually I had a little bit this morning and it gave me a little bit of a boost and I feel a little bit better than I did earlier today. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's get to it. Woo! So I'm going to start by prefacing before I get into the inspiration of today's topic. If I haven't mentioned it before, I will mention it again. This microphone picks up everything. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I am bound to hear some weird neighbor of mine just yelling for the Super Bowl. And even better, um, I'm uploading on a Sunday and it's Super Bowl Sunday. And usually nobody asks for anything else except the Super Bowl Sunday. But anyways, you know, got to keep the grind going, I guess. But anyways, if you're not listening to Super Bowl Sunday, whatever that is, I just know that Miley Cyrus and Abel are performing the weekend. So we're really rooting for that, though. I'm, I'm rooting for the halftime show <laughs> more than the actual thing. Yeah, OK, not what the topic is about today. So on this lovely Super Bowl Sunday, um, God, I really hope I don't have to hear a lot of middle-aged white men just yelling outside or anything like that. But anyways, let's get into it. So usually for my inspirations of the topics I pick, I come through a common theme that I can't stop thinking about throughout my week. And this week, this lovely week, my inspo for this topic was this video I was watching, more like a podcast, but I don't know if he actually has a podcast, like actual like physical one. I just know he uploads hour-long videos of him explaining and breaking down things. And this YouTuber I'm going to name is D'Angelo Wallace. You should definitely go watch him on YouTube. Like, love this guy. He's just, he's just funny in so many other ways. Like, he's, he's talented, if you would say. Unlike most people on that platform on YouTube. But anyways, so, anyways, D'Angelo Wallace. I was watching his video... And he usually, like, on his, like, hour-long videos, he usually goes into topics that, like, have, like, a really break, like, a huge breakdown analysis. He did, like, hella videos on, like, Jake Paul and, like, the big YouTubers that are causing hella scenes and drama right now for no reason. And I thought I would kind of piggyback off of him because the video I watched was actually titled influencer hyphen 19 like COVID-19 but influencer whatever and basically in the video he just goes into a deep analysis of how celebrities and like TikToks and overall just social media influencers just rich people in general are using like their rich power right now to like just finesse out of COVID right now in case you didn't know we're in a pandemic sorry paranormal whatever that means and my official topic title right now that I'm going to piggyback off of D'Angelo Wallace's video on Influencer 19. All credits to him, literally. I'm just inspired by this video because I thought I was like, yeah, I would love to talk about this because the main title of this video, Stop Making Stupid People Famous. I've seen that meme a long time ago where I was on like 2014 Twitter and it was like basically nobody cares about you unless you're pretty or dead. And I was like, uh, 13, 14 year old me was like, dude, that's deep. 
But like me now is like, it's not far from the truth, but like I've met people that are like pretty opposite that. Like they care about more than, you know, anything else. But, but I will throw in a little disclaimer right now, just, just because, just to like, I don't know. I think it's kind of important to do that just in case, but disclaimer, some yet very few, very, very few of these like rich social media influencers or whatever, um, whatever they're called. Some of them are underaged. And honestly, I best, I think it's best to hold their family accountable and their adult figures in their life rather than just them if they're underage, you know, um, it's depending on who they're surrounded by. And like one example I will be discussing briefly is Charlie D'Amelio, D'Amelio, D'Ameliola, I don't know. But, um, she's like 16, like she's 16, 17. She's very young. So I think it's better just like hold her family accountable as well. So I don't want to go after like a 16 year old. I'm 21. Like that's not what I'm here to do, but let's really dive in. Like, I don't know how long this is going to be, but it's just going to be going with the flow, going with the flow. So I'm going to be doing a similar, yeah, I'm going to be doing a similar topic of D'Angelo Wallace, uh, but aside from COVID-19, because he talked about solely what's been going on in COVID-19 and how celebrities and rich people in general have been dealing with that very poorly, if that makes sense. But rather, what I have seen in my personal experience growing up on the internet and seeing questionable people becoming famous. Although some of those questionable people, questionable people are very great. I still follow them to this day. I've been following them for a while. But the primary question to ask everyone is, is the is this creator boring? Or is this creator boring to you? Not your sense of humor wise, because I really thought about that question because content in this world is very different. I, I'm more of the Casey Fry, Vine, Laughter, Cody Ko, Noelle Miller, like the Viners that became actually talented and funny YouTubers, like them is really good to me. But like if your humor is like anti, like it's like, it's no, it's like homophobic or like racist or just sexist in any way, then that's not really humor. It's just, you need help, like truly. Or stereotypical, I'm gonna add that as well. And I wanna briefly talk about that too, because, oh, I should have wrote her name in. Oh my God, I really wish I wrote this one girl's name in. Um, this other YouTuber I watched, she's really great. Um, you know what, actually, I'm gonna put her name in here because she deserves my respect. I love her. She also does an analysis on like kid shows, like kind of just like the popular, you know, like Wizard of Waverly Place, like those shows. Oh yeah, her name is Hariana Hook. Hariana Hook. I'm also gonna be basing off her. I'm gonna have like a little inspo drawn from her. And I really think it's important that people watch one of her very famous videos. It's the racism in Dan Schneider, the creator's shows. And I really, I loved watching those videos and I think it's very important to like, you know, just hear what creators have to say and like analysis really because I'm more I like to see the analysis of some tv shows movies and stuff that I grew up watching and I didn't question when I was younger really but like now that I'm older and I see like how times have changed really like and I go back to these shows and I'm like damn that was either one really sexist two really bad acting and three very generic but regardless we're here to about talk we're here to talk about internet fame. And I think it's time we and we ask ourselves like is the creator boring or is the creator boring to you? Not your sense of humor. That's a very big question we can hopefully answer today. But like I I mean I'm going to say like you can dislike someone's content, which is absolutely fair. Like Jojo Siwa, she's too colorful for me. But I I mean she's she was young like I have no reason to hate this woman, like, at all. She has her audience, and I will respect that. She's just not my audience. Fair enough, you know? And people, like, get kind of mad these days, especially on Twitter. Like, especially, like if you don't like an artist, it's, like, the end of the world, apparently. I don't know. But regardless, JoJo Siwa, not my type of, you know, creator, not my type of audience I want to be watching. Jake Paul either. The man's, like, what, like, 20-something, and he has, like, 10-year-olds watching him. I don't know why. And the people that are somewhat older than 10 years old, like maybe 
early college high school, like senior year college, or no, senior year high school that watched Jake Paul, they're watching someone that I'm a little scared because one of my friends' brother watches him, idolizes him, and I'm like, bro. <sighs> Why though? Just because he has like five different cars every week and he has like a huge house. That's not really, you're not gonna get that by admiring somebody just so we're clear and you actually have to have talent for that hate to be hate to be mean but um actually not really no anyways so what's important to know right now what causes internet fame in general speaking in general terms humor which i'm going to get into the whole hariana hook youtuber video i'm going to mention right now stereotypical humor is stupid as hell and i don't know why for some reason so many TV shows and movies back in like early 2000s, maybe late 90s, um, like 90s-ish, 2000s-ish, and a little bit into the 2010s. But like recently, I haven't, I haven't seen that. And when I say stereotypical humor, I mean like, just like stereotypes about that we've heard our whole lives that were like instilled into our brains very on early on in life like women are made to cook and men are meant to clean i mean men are meant to work and um what are the ones oh, especially like race jokes i don't i don't get it like oh yeah black people love watermelon and stuff like that like that's so stereotypical and for what you know like i don't really have any respect for tv shows or any creator for that con like for that matter or any like movie that still uses like those type of like humor it's not really humor it's just basically like false reality it's like you're making a whole stereotype stereotype up and for what are you leading with a stereotype that a certain community has heard their whole life and you're just piggybacking off of it and for what you know and I bring in Hariana Hook because she mentions that in her video of like it's time to talk about the racism in Dan Schneider's shows. And if you don't know who Dan Schneider is, he is responsible for like literally every Nickelodeon show that was really great. Zoe 101, um, iCarly was another one. Um, what was another one? Oh, S uh, Sam and Cat, Victorious. Like those shows, I loved those shows growing up. And I still fuck with Victorious a little bit. I mean, it's too like high school for me, even though I'm in college now, but I also really liked iCarly because it was just really funny. Like Spencer, I'm just gonna say, Spencer from iCarly carried the whole show. Let's just put it at that. Let's be honest there. But in her video, Hariana Hook, she goes into like how there was like no inclusivity in any of these shows and like for Dan Schneider's shows. And I was like, I agree because there really wasn't. And then she goes into further detail about like analyzing the shows and like, especially she goes into some of the characters like Victoria's Andre from Victoria's, um, Tebow from iCarly, how they were like the only like people of like black, like black people basically. And then she's like, it's just not okay to not give them the proper storyline. And I was like, absolutely. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, if you've seen Victorious, the real stars of that show, I'm sorry, Miss Victoria Justice. Oh, no, sorry, Tori, Tori, her character. The real talent on that show was Leon Thomas III, which is his real name in real life, or Andre from Victorious, Elizabeth Gillies, or Jade West, and Ariana Grande, Miss Cat Valentine. Those were the three very talented people on that show. Like, in real life, and also like, in the show because Andre the character wrote endless songs with Tori Ser like endless so guys endless songs okay he carried the show so did Jade so did like Gat like they had the vocals and like if you have not seen if you have not seen the um what's that give it up by Jade West and Kat Valentine or Elizabeth Gillies and Ariana Grande I don't think you understand like that song changed my life to this day it still does but that's what I mean, stereotypical humor, just like the black community or just like POC in general, not getting like a proper, like basically the back of the joke, like they're the joke and people are laughing at them. And it's just like, it's over. It's never started. It's just terrible. Like we need to stop doing that. Like honestly, like creators of TV shows, like if you can't make up any TV show or movie or any creator for that matter, and your entire like humor quote quote is just being stereotypical misogynistic homophobic whatever you want to call it it's a little concerning to me it's a little concerning and you need to like find all other alternatives 
like then bashing people for humor. So also back to my question, what causes internet fame? Humor, like actually good humor, like Casey Fry humor, honestly, like that's my type of humor. Sad but funny humor, also my area of expertise. Wholesome content. If I see like a dog doing something funny, I don't know why, it's just funny and I laugh. If I see a cat doing something funny, I laugh. It's just me, you know, it's just who I am. And it's like more like the wholesome content that like everyone that watches it are like probably gonna get a laugh or something. It's just the one that goes viral, viral. It has like a hundred something, like or like almost like three million likes or whatever. The ones that are going crazy. And then challenges that turn into viral, like they go viral or famous or whatever. Like the busted challenge, I could not participate. I do not have a lot to bust, but I could have participated in the silhouette challenge. Just the editing really frustrated me. And yeah, that's all I can think of right now are the more present challenges, if you will. And then celebrities doing something either really, really great or really fucking stupid. That's what I've noticed with like internet fame, if you if you will. Because I have seen a fair share of celebrities doing questionable things. So questionable. And I'm just like, why? And then they post something really cool the next day and people are like, oh my God, yay. Like for example, Kylie Jenner, I'm sorry, she does have a lot more money than me, but honestly, all I'm gonna say is that she has not, or she did not pay her workers in Bangladesh for the clothing that they've made last time I checked and I have not heard any update on that. Should probably look into it, but she hasn't mentioned it, nor has she ever brought it to light. And I'm a little concerned. Actually, no, a lot concerned because I'm just like, girl, stop posting your entire fit right now because I know that your entire fit was made at the hands of sweatshop workers. Just saying, just saying just so it's clear. And you're getting money to wear those expensive outfits from those sweatshop workers that you have, last time I checked, have not paid. Just a thought, you know, just throwing ideas out there. But regardless, those are like the prime reasons as to how somebody would get internet famous or just in the light of things, go viral, whatever. But I will say though, there are some people that have gone viral like maybe once and then I check out their content and they're actually funny and they're like my type of humor and I follow them. Like literally, I'm gonna keep bringing up Casey Fry because anytime that man posts a video, I'm on the floor. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I would love to just talk to Casey Fry and be like, dude, who are you? And I look up to you a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know why he kills me, but he does. Like, if you don't know who Casey Fry is, like, I'm very concerned. Like, please find it in your heart to know who Casey Fry is. Put some respect on that man. So my next point for today is also not only do people go viral, sometimes it's accidental. Like, it's very accidental. So anyone can go viral, truly. But it's a matter of what they do afterwards is what truly counts. For example, recent light, Dogface208. If you have not seen that video, like, where are you on this planet? Because this man goes viral for, like, just skateboarding into the sunset with cranberry juice, and the song is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Iconic. I loved that video. I was like, dude, such a good vibe. Like, it's just nice. It's just a nice vibe. Like, if you were having a bad day, boom. Your little, um, your little, like, pizzazz, if you will. But so... He goes viral with the song, right? Dreams, the song by Fleetwood Mac, hits the charts again. Dude, the impact. It hit the charts again. This song is quite old. Not like recent, like it came out like two years ago. It came out like a while ago. And it came back to charts because of this TikTok. People were like, oh my God, Dreams. And then people started streaming. I even started streaming it. Dude, the impact of this guy impact and so he goes viral with the song dreams hits the charts again and he gets the sponsorship and deal with Cran the cranberry juice company dude all from one video dude i think it's crazy and i actually do like dog face he's cool all right he's just a guy trying to vibe on a skateboard do his dances and live his life 
I can't even hate the guy. There's just no way. It'd be kind of weird to hate a guy that's just vibing these days because some people go viral simply for vibing. There are just some people I follow on TikTok when I used to have TikTok that were just like hilarious. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. The, and my favorite type of humor personally is the LGBTQ plus community. They are so funny, guys. I don't think you understand. Like, if you don't, if, uh, it's just sad if you don't understand it. Because one of my best friends, he always, like, sends me very great memes because he's part of the LGBTQ plus community. Yes, LGBTQ plus community. Yes. He always sends me memes from there. He always brings it up because, honestly, I grew up on Twitter as well. And... It's just, it's following like the LGBTQ plus on there for my whole life and then growing up with a friend that's very gay and like meeting more people from the LGBTQ plus community. They are hilarious. They deserve to be internet famous. They're hilarious. And so back to dog face though, back to dog face. I watched a little interview with him or a podcast interview of dog face 208 and it's with no jumper. And what stood out to me the most in that interview when I was listening to it was when he said that he was always dancing, he was always putting on shows when he was younger and just never filming it. And I agree to that because when I was younger and I was like hanging out with my, you know, mis primos, mis primas, mis tios, you know, and like, you know, hanging out with them, just vibing with the primos, you know, I miss my cousins for real. But when we were young, like, and I was living in Florida at that time, we would literally get every new Hannah Montana CD and we would play it. We would rehearse some choreography. We would literally do stage work. Bro, I was an artist before I even knew what an artist was. We were artists before we knew what an artist was. We were performing. We were giving quality performances to our families. Truly. Truly. And it's true. Because we never filmed them all. But now, since we got whoopity do iPhones now and smartphones in general, it's powerful. Because you can put literally anything you want on this like matrix of a world. And boom, people either like it or they don't. It's truly what it is. And like when he said that, I was like, dude, I felt that. Because I would be doing all of these things. My cousins and I put in work. We put in choreography. We put in vocals. We put in counts. We gave a Beyonce type of performance to our families. Uh, you and like, we didn't rehearse this. I'm telling you. We rehearsed this until we were sweating. Until we were tired. Until there was sweat dripping down. Okay. I have been doing this. And so has my family, my cousins, whatever. For years, over 10 years. When I was little, boom, had to play the new Hannah Montana song or any new song on Disney Channel that was like popping at the time, okay? It's very true. And I can assure you, a lot of other people were doing this at my age, at 21 or like whatever age you were, and just never filming them. Never. Nobody ever saw these things. And then kids now, they have their phones and TikTok. So they can post these little like, you know, performances, but it's a little more high tech because I'm not going to lie to you. All we have is like a boom box and a CD and like no phone. So like, I'll give them that. They have a little TikTok moment. But when he said, like when Dogface said that, I was like, dude, you're onto something here because I felt you like I really did. So it's just like, it goes off that how we did all these funny things when we were younger, just like being funny and it was only until like the 2010s where it really got finally recorded for the world to see and then people started putting things online i think vine was also a very big era and i do have vine on here also i will say though fame is very accidental sometimes because one example i can never forget was alex from target if you don't remember alex from target i'm telling you i don't even know how that came a thing because somebody just posted a picture of a guy just doing his job he was just literally trying to get his job get his paycheck and go home he was just working at Target, just bagging things, you know, just minding his business. And one day somebody just takes a picture of him without even him looking. And people were like, oh my God, Alex from Target, hard eyes. And then people, the trend started happening where people 
we're going to regular like everyday facilities like Starbucks or Target, Walmart, like and just posting really good looking employees. I even did it. I even did it. There was this one guy that worked at my local Starbucks. Nope, don't even know where he is, but he's a good looking man. And I posted him. I was like, oh, like this guy from Starbucks. And then he found my tweet, bro. He found my tweet. He found my tweet. Okay. And he replied. He was like, I don't remember what he said, but he replied, dude, I found this man. I found this man all through Twitter. Just a hashtag. Because like people would get these pictures of these people. I actually probably shouldn't admit that because I did not have his consent at the time, but he replied and he said he was cool with it. I remember. I think that's all I can remember, honestly. I don't, yeah, I think he was just like kind of digging it. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't think you were ever going to find it, but the internet's a lot smaller than you think it is. And so, yeah, I just, I just saw hella people participating in like Alex from Target, but like just some other person, like another employee they found attractive. And this boy, this barista from Starbucks was not. And I just decided to post a picture of him. Probably shouldn't have. I did a lot of stupid things on the internet and I'm not proud. And to this day, I... I regret. I deleted the tweet too. It was a while ago. I ran into it again. I was like, oh God, I should probably delete that. It was a long time ago. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like accidental fame. Alex from Target. He literally got famous for just doing his job one day and somebody thought he was hot and boom, took a picture. And then people were like, why is this guy famous? And we're like, I don't know. I don't know. And then Ellen had him on, I think. And he was wearing his Target uniform. I don't know. I truly don't know. And honestly, I can't tell if I hate it or not. Truly. Because there is a negative side to like fame on the internet where somebody gets famous and they just do absolute garbage with it. And then there's people that actually become famous and they pretty do great things. I don't know. Especially damn Daniel. I remember that too. I think that he, he got an Ellen and I think that Vans gave him like a lifetime supply of his white Vans or something that he was wearing. And he just donated those, which I fuck with. I don't know what's ever happened to damn Daniel these days, but... I just, like, people were making, also, actually, since we're on the topic of internet fame, people were making memes of these memes. Like, I remember Damn Daniel, when, like, his whole charade came out, people were making memes of the meme. And those memes end up being funnier sometimes than the actual trend itself or the real fame. And then the and the memes keep coming and the memes keep coming. And, dude, once you get the memes coming in, that's when you know. That's when you know. That, that's where it really gets the attention, pridefully. So, now I'm gonna get into Vine. Vine, dude, if you did not have Vine, I'm sorry. I feel tragic for anybody that has never had Vine. Hold on, let me take a little sip of this tea that's pretty, that's pretty uh, cold right now, actually. It's been a long time since I took a sip, so let me, let me just take the sip. Yeah. So, I'm also wearing lipstick. Who am I? I'm wearing lipstick. Who am I? But anyways, back to the thing. I needed a tea break. Viral mishaps. That's my next topic. Because Vine, we're leading to that now. Vine, viral mishaps. So, this is what I mean. Stop making stupid people famous. Little Tay. And for anyone that doesn't know her, boy, are you lucky. Oh my god. I don't even... Honestly... Lil Tay was like a flash in time. Like, I don't remember much about her. All I do know is I had to Google her again because I truly don't know what happened to this girl. So this, if you don't know who Lil Tay is, God, I'm jealous. But if you don't know for real, um, basically the small rundown is that she was like 10. She was posting expensive cars, money, houses, and stuff like that. And apparently her brother was behind the whole deal because a video of her leaked and it was just basically her brother like yelling at her to like say all these things for views. Like he really said, if you look it on YouTube, it's like it's there. And this happens more often than not because I remember when Little Tay happened, people like gave her hella clout, right? But they weren't giving her hella clout because she was rich and famous or trying to be. It was because like truly like she was 10. This girl was literally 10 years old. And she got in an interview or something. It, got, it made main media, like not just internet media. It made like famous media, like big ones. And I don't remember her interview. I remember I saw like two seconds of it and I was just like, my brain hurts from all this. But she is 10 though, all right? I don't excuse her actions, but 
if you look at the video, her brother is like literally telling her how to say things and what to say in order for her to get famous. This girl is 10. This girl is literally 10 years old or was at that time. I don't know. She's probably like, what, like 15 now, 14? I don't know. It's been a while. I don't remember what year that was actually. I don't remember what year, but it was a while ago. It was like a flash in time, truly. It was like a minute and then boom, over. And so when I saw that, I like looked at her Instagram. She only like six pictures usually. And every single one of them was like a video of her in an expensive house, has an expensive car. And she's like, oh, actually no. Oh my God. I remember in one of my pictures on Instagram when like little Tay was still going on. Um, it was funny because I took a picture of like a car. Like I was in a, it was like, I think I was borrowing my dad's car at the time. And I just wanted to be stupid and like post a picture of me in the car. And I put the caption, I was like, I'm only 12 years old, the youngest one doing it. Because literally that's what little Tay always would say. Because I was just joking. And like, she never seemed to be joking, honestly. Little Tay never seemed like she was kidding. She was like, oh yeah, you guys roast me now, but I at least have this car, this the money in this house. Like, what do you guys have, blah, blah, blah. And everyone just like knew that she was like only 10. Like, dude, your parents probably pay for this. Like, let's be really real here. Like, And so I remember I, t- I took a picture of myself borrowing my dad's car and I was just like posing in the picture just like I'm the youngest one doing it I'm only 12 years old and I'm out here in LA with like hella emojis like the 100 emoji like those cringy emojis that like hustlers or fake business hustlers use and I just I thought it was funny and then I changed the caption when I recently because I was just like dude no little Tay's over she never started just move on but I will say though I can't really attack her personally because she is like she was 10 at the time and she's probably still underage to this day and you know what her brother, if you've seen the video, her brother's basically just like telling her what to do. And it's kind of sad how she didn't really have a say. So, and I also can kind of like feel that a little bit because I was really young when I started on the internet. If somebody was telling me how to do that at a very young age, at like 10 years old, telling me to say all these things for internet fame, I'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm 10, bro. I'd be, de- I was 10 years old, just like she was. It's just, it's just crazy who you surround yourself with, but that was like a very negative thing to happen, unfortunately. Um, I don't know what's up with little Tay these days. She's ghosted. I don't know. I think that her parents like never knew that she was doing all of this and they caught her or whatever and she's been sent. I think she's from Canada, so. Oh no, she's from Toronto. She's from Canada and she was forced to go back to the uh, her place or in Canada in Toronto because she was in LA this whole time. She was doing this whole like extra bit or whatever. But regardless, the question that rises is, is all press bad press? Because also I remember this woman in Gossip Girl, of course I bring up Gossip Girl, where Dan, if a spoiler alert, if you have not seen Gossip Girl, Dan is Gossip Girl, <laughs> crazy. But if you have seen Gossip Girl, like most people have, um, basically he talks about to Serena, Miss Serena Vanderwoodson, played by Blake Lively and Dan Humphrey, played by Penn Badgley from You as well and from the show You and I remember oh man I remember yo this this moment was like I remember like Dan was talking about like this one moment he had with Serena back when they were in like their childhood years in like high school they were freshmen or whatever and then somebody overheard another one of the characters say like oh you're nobody until somebody talks about you and that's exactly how his whole inspiration for gospel girl became a thing because he literally pretty like he pretty much the entire show he goes on to say that like you're nobody until somebody talks about you he played as gossip girl the whole time he had power in his own hands he had the power of all of new york in his hands and honestly he had power that's pretty much it and then he was like saying like well everybody hates gossip girl but everybody talked about me let's be real because like if you really think about it gossip girl if you've never seen the show tragic that sucks for you but if you have seen the show you know what i'm talking about because dan humphrey a little lonely boy from brooklyn who didn't have a lot of money growing up and he just wanted to be a writer his whole life and then he ended up just taking over the entire upper east side and all of new york with one blog post at a time truly imagine imagine that I, that's what I mean like that's what I mean like is it really like you're nobody until somebody talks about you or is all bad press good press you know 
Because honestly, me personally, if you're asking, if I'm asking myself that question as if anybody cares, I think that bad press is pretty bad. Like I would be kind of mad. Like you'd have to be getting like the bits and crumbs, bro. The bits and crumbs. Like may I have a crumb of attention? May I have a crumb of clout? Because like if you don't have talent, and that's that's kind of where I'm feeling like a little sorry for you. But if you have talent, you're just like having a rough patch in your career, I would say that maybe it's okay to ask for a little bit of attention, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. But my next thing, Vine versus TikTok. So the Vine era was my favorite era. And if you've never lived it, I'm so sorry. I'm genuinely so sorry. But also, I remember TikTok was Musical.ly, if you don't remember Musical.ly. And every kid, Musical.ly failed tremendously. Musical.ly failed so fast because people were downloading the app. I never downloaded the app once because I had no interest in it. Because I saw people were posting, were just like lip syncing videos. And it was tragic. It was nothing like TikTok because TikTok really stepped up their game compared to Musical.ly. Because Musical.ly was just lip syncing music videos and like really cringy dances. Similar to TikTok, but not really. And I don't think it was long enough for a minute. I think TikTok is a lot longer because Vine was six seconds. You could post something. You had six seconds to impress someone or get somebody's attention in the content world. And Musical.ly, I think it was like maybe the same amount or maybe like 15 seconds, which is not a lot. But TikTok is a whole minute. You can have a whole minute on there. And honestly, I have the attention span of only Vine. So my attention span has very, very much been terribly affected by my, how much I'm on the internet and how much I've been on the internet since I was a little kid. So, Musical.ly really flopped, Musical.ly. And Vine kind of just took over Musical.ly and was at the time because I think Vine was still going on and then Musical.ly was like trying to get up there and they were like, and Vine was like, you wish, babe. You wish you were me. And then Musical.ly kind of stopped and then TikTok came out of nowhere. And vine was huge i don't think people understand how serious and big like vine really was for some creators because i followed because i followed cody co on there i followed casey fry on there i think casey fry came from vine as well i remember nick coletti to this day my favorite vine of all time is what the fuck is up kyle dude that vine sent me and there are some people I saw on Vine that I still ran into, like on like other social media platforms when Vine died. And Cody Coach really was the only one I remained consistent with. And then Casey Fry and like I don't remember I don't follow Nick Coletti too much, but I think I should, not gonna lie. He was funny. And uh, I will say though, however, you know, Vine is the late as the last modernized social media app that used like stereotypical humor that I was mentioning earlier, like gender stereotypes and all that stuff. It's like I remember for some fucking reason Vine had like this era where like when your girl or like no, I think the iPhone with touch ID <gasps> I remember those. Oh my god. I remember like stupid creators on Vine, like the ones that weren't funny, like Lele Pons and like King Bash. Like though the ones that weren't funny that were trying to be but kept going viral because they laid like they literally made like high school content and there was a lot of high schoolers on the app i don't know and it's like oh my god apple released a new touch id iphone when your girl is asleep and you want to see your phone and you just grab her it was ridiculous oh my god i saw a vine like that i was like oh my god i think it was king batches as well as like i think it was him also another vine creator i can think of that i actually still follow to this day waleed waleed He's friends with Zach Piona. If you don't know their whole duo, I met them at VidCon one day. It was the best time of my life. I, to this day, I like low-key still love them. Um, they're, they're so funny. Waleed's really funny. Zach Piona's really funny. Um, and yeah, I like it here. It's really fun. But that's what I'm saying. Like Vine was like the last modernized social media app to like, you know, use like stereotypical humor, like the gender stereotypes. And like I mentioned that whole like, touch id vine because i think it was king batches and it was just like this girl she was like asleep oh god excuse me and like it's like the new touch id phone that came out and then from apple and then like he gets the like his girlfriend's supposed girlfriend for the whole plot of the vine to just like get her thumb and like unlock her phone or something like that to see if she was cheating or something and for some reason i don't really know to this day why on god's green earth why just why why were there so many cringy things on there? I don't know. Sorry, my yawn. But what I do want to get into here is 
TikTok, on the other hand, would be considered the new 2020s decade of Vine for much longer. Because I do mention that, like, TikTok, if you have the app or had the app, it's like a minute long. Like, the most you can post is like a minute. And the, you can also do like 15 seconds. Like, it's like kind of just like a little bit of room for everything. And I have seen like hella TikToks where it's just like actually informative content. But also, since we're on the topic of TikTok right now, I was watching another YouTube video on Danny Gonzalez. If you don't know who he is, he's a common commentary YouTuber and he's really funny. And he goes into the topic of, if you haven't heard the recent fake story, like the fake news story of Jeffree Star and Kanye West hooking up or whatever. And I saw his video on it. And what came to the conclusion was people will do anything for clout. And it's really sad. So the premise of the video that I saw and all credits to Danny Gonzalez, like I'm just picking up, I'm just explaining what the video was. And basically he's like talking about the whole scandal with like Jeffree Star and Kanye West. That, that was literally not even a scandal because it's not true and it never was. And so this guy, this Mr. Danny Gonzalez, if you will, he goes in to explain who started the rumor of Kanye West and Jeffree Star. Because the enti- my entire timeline, all of 2021 and the early few days of January was talking about it. And I was like, why do we care? I don't, I don't care. And I really doubt that it's true. But honestly, if it's true, go yay, yay gay rights. Let's just go there. And so I was like curious. I was like, yeah, genuinely, who started this like rumor? Because like, I don't know. And like, I just saw it like happen. I just woke up one day and I saw Kanye West trending and Jeffree Star trending. I was like, what? Oh God, what's going on? What do I have to like read about soon? And so the girl who started it, she was a TikToker and she had like 600K. And he goes into the whole analysis of who she is. Dude, the girl that started that whole Kanye West and Jeffree Star like scandal or quote scandal because it really wasn't true. She even admitted that it wasn't true. Like she put, I think one of her friends, yeah, her friends, cause Danny goes into like a deep analysis of who she is. And her friends on another TikTok tagged her and they were like, it's a voice, like t- like a voice message of her saying, oh yeah, it's not true. Like, yeah, the whole scandal isn't true, like at all. But she admits, yo, she admits that like she was on Adderall and she wanted attention and the world wasn't giving her enough attention. So, she goes and does that. Sorry, it's a scandal. Literally putting people at, like, risk. Dude, internet fame is just so stupid sometimes. Like, that's what I mean, like, a, like a mishap in viral. And, like, viral history, I would say. And also, if you have not seen this video during the COVID time, we're in COVID right now. It's COVID central, COVID this, COVID that. Miss Rona there, Miss Rona where, Miss Rona everywhere. And so... There was this girl that went viral on my timeline on Twitter that licked a toilet seat on a flying, beautiful airplane. Now, you may be thinking, if you haven't seen that video, God, you are lucky. I think I saw it once, and I, I, I like saw it like play on my timeline, but I didn't actually press and listen to it. Like I literally just didn't care. I was just like, well, I don't want to interact with this tweet because I know it's just going to give this person what they want attention so i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna give this person that's dying for clout by licking a fucking toilet seat on an airplane during corona anytime so i just like watched it on my timeline i just never pressed it and i just moved on with my life i was just like i don't have the energy to give a shit about this and i truly don't so but here i am talking about it crazy because i didn't know and the same girl that started the jeffree star and kanye west rumor is the same girl that did the whole toilet seat scandal. The same girl. She was on Dr. Phil. She had a whole like segment on Dr. Phil. She did the toilet seat thing. She started the Kanye West and Jeffree Star like scandal. And I'm just, and then like she gets interviewed by Dr. Phil herself himself about her licking the toilet seat. And then she basically just says, hear me out. She basically just admits that, oh, I mean, people weren't paying enough attention to me and I just, I wanted attention and I wanted clout and I wanted like money and I really wanted like people to pay attention to me. And I was like, I was like, baby, I hope you're really kidding. 
hope that truly you're um i hope you're just truly lost in life and you find your way because oh my god and then dr phil was like so you basically just like the toilet seat just for that and she's like actually no i bleached it first and then so i'm like thinking i'm like so you basically just like licked bleach and COVID that's just chilling on there COVID's just like COVID's waiting for you babe like she is waiting to take you away she is on that toilet seat waiting for you and when you did that boom there you go you just ingested miss magic miss magic rona so that's what i mean by accident well not even accidental because she did it on purpose but just internet fame that went so wrong in so many ways and i'm just like stop making stupid people famous just stop because she has 600k on tiktok she has hella followers on instagram like a couple k and she's not gonna stop she even admits that she hasn't even stopped and she's not going to she is obsessed with clout and i don't know i don't remember her tiktok and honestly i don't want to give her that clout either um basically she just does anything for clout so if you see this girl just just forget it just she's some basic blonde girl with really big lips like a little concerning but whatever whatever so here we go so stop idolizing stupid rich people oh my god please because i'm gonna tell you right now david dobrik love him cutie pie he just makes his videos and goes like he just makes his money his income and just leaves like he just minds his business i have never had any problem with david dobrik and i don't ever plan on it because the guy is just making content like why would i hate him but david dobrik for that matter isn't gonna buy you a tesla or venmo you like 4k please let go of that twitter dream because i see it all all, all the time every time i'm on instagram or twitter i see that he's posting about getting giving him a, te- a tesla and i'm like baby all my friends start posting i'm like i need to humble you real quick it's just not gonna happen it's just not gonna happen and if it does happen sorry i doubted you let me have a ride just say i'm just i'm just saying but the bigger picture is the obsession with these celebrities is solely because they're rich and you just want to be that not because you like them just let me rephrase that the obsession with these celebrities is solely because they're rich not because you like them you don't even know them and they don't know you and they could not give a single flying fuck about you either so really let's let's move on now and i would rather pound my head against a wall than talk to a celebrity that has zero personality but a billionaire because truthfully some celebrities they aren't famous for any reason like truthfully like i'm not gonna tap kim kim right now but like i'm going to because listen her reason for getting famous she had a sex tape but miss miss chris jenner though she didn't waste any time she didn't waste any time she was like oh no i'm about to profit off my kids that make have absolutely no talent but let's just make them have talent let's just pretend they have talent because i don't get it. i mean kim has done a lot of different things she has like like she has a lot of, she has a lot of businesses going right now i'll give her the respect for that but in the beginning it's just like why like why are people so obsessed like i'm not gonna lie to you my favorites in the whole card jenner clan or whatever are just kendall and courtney they're my favorites truly kylie's like whatever and honestly ever since the whole like her not paying her bang like her workers in bangladesh just really just like i was just like girl that's sick and also i did a whole report and actually no my first semester at my four-year college i did a whole report on fast fashion and the environmental impacts of course i'm not going to be really for kylie jenner right now let's just be really real here and then even when i that was before i did that report and then fully after that i was like yeah like babe i'm gonna need you to pay those workers that deserve their money and if you're not going to do that that's pretty fucked up and also recently i just saw a dyeing factory like coloring dye exploded and landed in the water and i think either i don't remember what country it was it was either india or indonesia either one either one i don't recall exactly but started with an i I didn't catch the drift. I, sh- I should have written it in my notes, but I didn't have the time. I didn't think I was going to actually include this, but since we're on the topic of fast fashion, here we are. Um, and just like you could see the color of the water and it was red. It was just like the, the dyeing of the colors for the clothing just ended up spilling in the water. Just like the entire water was red. So just so we're clear, not really supporting Kylie Jenner right now, just so it's clear. 
but people are like oh my god no she's like she's really pretty and rich i'm like yes a lot of people in la are rich and pretty but what personality do they have really let's be honest here let's be honest with ourselves guys let's be honest with ourselves aliens please even aliens probably watch over us and be like what is this what is this shit show that's why they probably never come to visit us or they do and they stay for like half a second they're like okay bye i don't like this place and honestly take me with you aliens please take me with you i really love that so my my thing is so talentless celebrities talentless celebrities and primarily i'm going to say talentless celebrities as of in this current year 2021 2020 recent years would definitely have to be tiktokers i can't even look on my instagram page without even seeing one promotion with addison ray charlie d'amelio the d'amelios in general and honestly i'm gonna primarily attack bryce hall and his whole clan because unfortunately i have to know who this kid is unfortunately i do and you know what I'm gonna just say a couple things and I'm, I'm gonna be pretty heartless right now and I have no remorse because it really baffles me when people really defend these billionaire celebrities or just celebrities in general or just like whatever. Well, they have, mon- they have more money than you, so mind your business. I'm like, yeah, I know these TikTokers have hella more money than me, but where's the talent? That's what I really wanna talk about. Where's the talent? I can easily, easily download this damn app right now and so much, not only just me, anyone, anyone that has a phone can download the app TikTok, post a video of them shirtless, and get clout. Anyone can do that. And the only reason why Bryce Hall and his little like frat boy, like frat house, TikTok house, whatever the hell he wants to call it, has any sort of attention is because this man has abs and he's a white boy that posts lip-syncing videos of him trying to be your man through the through the phone. No. I would rather vomit. I would rather stick my eye with needles than see that. Because that's not talent to me. And where's the talent to fall back on? Because, hey, you can post silly videos of yourself. There's no shame in that. But if you make that your entire life, where's the talent? Because I'm actually not going to lie to you. I did a little more research on Addison Rae and Charlie D'Amelio. They're both dancers. They actually do have some talent to fall back on. They have talent in that sense. But what about those TikTokers that really don't have any talent? What are they gonna do? Like Bryce Hall and all his little frat boy house that are TikTokers now. And also not only, I'm just gonna talk about Bryce Hall in particular because this man, this little kid right here, that's like probably what, 22 or something? He has been in so many scandals that unfortunately I had to read about on Twitter. I don't know why. I wish I didn't know who this kid was, but I do. He had parties, hella parties in Corona time. He had, he literally, I think, pissed on someone at some point, like years ago when I think pre-COVID. I don't I think, yeah. And I think it was Bryce Hall, I recall. And then he got like, he got thrown in jail or whatever. And then... This guy has pissed on someone, allegedly. This guy has thrown parties during Corona. This guy went on several news platforms or articles or podcasts. That has, oh, also, that's also in um, D'Angelo's, D'Angelo Wallace's video of Influencers 19. He goes on to like attack these little TikTokers. And I'm actually all for it because he goes so after Bryce Hall. And I'm like, I needed that. Because this guy had TikTok parties in a pandemic. Oh, sorry, in a panoramic. And this guy allegedly pre-COVID pissed on someone. This guy literally had a fit in the middle of Los Angeles during outdoor dining because his he didn't want to wear a mask. Oh, no, he couldn't jewel or something. He couldn't jewel. He couldn't jewel. Actually, you know what? Let's look it up. I don't want to get libeled. Let's see. Bryce... Let's do Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Let's see. Bryce Hall. Let's see. Scandals. That's what we're going to do on Google. Let's see. Bryce, according to J14.com, <laughs> Bryce was filmed getting into a brawl with a restaurant staff in Cinco 
Mexican in Los Angeles, according to a video posted by TMZ on October 20th, 2020. The influencer told the publication that the incident started while he had his buddies. Oh, he and his buddies were vaping on the patio, which is illegal at restaurants in LA. Please tell me how you expect me to feel bad for someone like this or give any attention aside from this right now at all to this guy or any people like him on TikTok, not just Bryce Hall in general. I'm talking like a whole generic point of view. And not only that, let's see. Bryce Hall peeing someone. I could have sworn it was Bryce Hall. Yes, okay. While there isn't a video to confirm this incident happened, Bryce has previously addressed that this and confirmed that yes, he did pee off a balcony at Playlist Live. He says that people were, quote, daring him to urinate off the balcony, which has, which was prompted him to do it. Yo, you can't even make this shit up. Like, I'm literally reading it off Google. Let's see. Bryce Hall peeing someone. Let's see. Bryce Hall COVID parties. Yeah. Bryce Hall and Blake Gray charged with hosting multiple parties during the panoramic all of it checks out and people that went to that event playlist live even admitted that yes Bryce Hall did this and he peed on someone and it landed on somebody and like got the spritz of it and I just would like to know why on God's green earth do you gotta give attention to someone like that why even stand someone like that that's what I would like to know because he's hot no, baby, he is a breadstick. He is as white as a breadstick. You're standing a breadstick. You're looking at his Instagram pictures and he looks like a breadstick. And unfortunately, I may not know Bryce Hall. And you don't even need to know unbelievably I just, I want to know what it's like to not know who he is because I am minding my business on Twitter and then people are like, bring up Bryce Hall. I'm like, please, who put this on my timeline? I would like to find one of you and punch you. This kid has literally had so many scandals and is a complete asshole. But what I would like to talk about right now is these talentless celebrities and talentless TikTokers, if you will. Their entire audience are just little kids, truly. So let's not blame their audience, really. Let's blame what they're doing. Easy fame. Easy way to get famous. And I'm not going to lie to you. I I think that's very sad. Because the whole point of making content, the whole point of creating videos, whatever you may do, which I have seen amazing work, by the way. One of my friends, literally, he makes beautiful content. He's like more of a behind the scenes kind of guy. Literally without behind the scenes kind of guys, we would literally not have any possibility of having any great work put on platforms like YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or whatever, or Twitter. And nobody gives them the recognition that they deserve. But not only that, they actually have, what's that thing called? Ring it by me again, talent. Talent. Imagine your entire audience being kids and none of them are able to connect with you on your content, whatever. Like, when I see a dancer post any choreography, I'm like, if I love it so much, I want to comment. Like, if I'm obsessed with it, I'm going to comment. I'm be like, dude, like, this is amazing. Like, this is beautiful. And like, I know they may not respond. They may not even read it. Or if they do, that's kind of like, they're just like, cool. But to me, it matters because like I'm gonna follow people that actually have talent. I'm gonna follow people and engage with people that actually have talent, something to offer me, something in exchange. Like, hey, you give me great content, you give me something that makes me feel something, and then I'll respond and be like, this is a beautiful, or I'll share it, or I'll talk about it for year years. I'll tell my friends, I'll tell my family, I'll tell literally anyone I could possibly tell. That is how content works. If you really wanna get serious with it, if you wanna post like stupid shit, fine. But if you're gonna do stupid shit and post stupid content, Please be as funny as Casey Fry. Please be as funny as Cody Coe. Be as funny as Noelle Miller. Have those sense of humors. Those are the baselines. Those are funny senses of humor. For me, at least, and my personal point of view. 
But if you're going to be an asshole and not even be funny either, just be cringy with your shirt off, exit. You have nothing to offer me. I'm not going to feel any sort of emotion aside from me wanting to bitch slap you when I see a TikTok like that. I don't care if you have like your shirt off, buddy. I have no interest like at all. And besides, you're what, like 22, 21? Sir, I only date men above that. Thank you. If he's not 23 or above, we're not talking. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, no. Like, no, 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 no. The whole point of putting content out there in the world is for people to find what they like, for them to interact with your content, and hopefully enjoy it. Because I can assure you, sure, there are small YouTubers out there, there are small creators out there that may have not had their time to shine. But those people that interact with them, through like maybe friends, family, or small people that actually recognize small talent, they interact, they're like, wow, like, this really made me feel something. This really made me feel great. Like I've interacted with small businesses. I've interacted with like people I can easily access like through like Depop or just like in general, anything that I've liked and purchased or anything I've liked and engaged with, I share it. I post it. I, if it's an outfit, I'll wear the outfit and post it on Instagram, tag them, you know, like that's the least I can do because they provided, they provided me like free also free. If you're a dancer and you're providing free videos on Instagram, promoting your stuff and promoting your work and promoting your choreography, I'm going to see it. I'm going to like it if I do. And if I do like it, boom, comment, like, repost. That is how content works. That is the root of the issue. I mean, not issue. What am I saying? Not the issue. The, the point of content. Why did I say issue? That's really weird. I meant to say the point at hand. That is how content creating works. Or if you're just posting silly content, be like David Dobrik, literally. He's hilarious. He has funny people that play personalities and they put it into like a video for four minutes and 20 seconds, so 420. <laughs> but my thing is, my thing is, I'm not gonna feel any sort of anything if I watch a guy take off his shirt for like two seconds. That's not making me feel something. That's making me feel like I wanna punch you in the throat because you don't deserve it. And if you're gonna be one of those TikTok kids that does the whole shirtless, your shirt off or whatever, one of those like 23 year olds that like has their shirt off totally in shape. If you're gonna do that and have hella clout from it, please don't be stupid. That's all I ask. If that's really how you wanna take the alternative route, fine. Kind of lazy if you ask me. There's no really talent to fall back on. It's very temporary. Your entire, they're in like these TikTokers that have basically nothing to offer they have literally an expiration date on their career or quote career. Their entire career is a rental. Their entire career is a lease. One mishap and they're done. I just want to put that out there. Or for the people that really are putting content out there that are just being stupid, like these little TikTokers, because I'm only talking about TikTokers right now because that's truly all I've been seeing. Truly. And it used to be like Instagrammers that were really stupid, like as stupid as TikTokers. It used to be like Viners or whatever that were really dumb. Like the, I just saw the kiss. What are you going to do about it, Vine? That kid, that guy. If you don't remember that Vine, wow. Wow. Century back in time. But it was just like some guy in the camera, like a little cringy, you know, it was a little cringy content. He was like, I just saw the kiss. What are you going to do about it? And then people were like cutting that, editing it and making it funnier. You know, it's just like what you do with what you are seeing on the content because truthfully there are some people that make amazing content and by amazing I mean genuinely edit so well editing is probably the backbone of pretty much any very popular viral video you've seen editing and editors are going to take over this world and they have already so there are people that make amazing content that make and actually put a lot of time and energy into what they do and what to into what they make into what they really love to do and i just i just don't think it's fair that tiktokers that have absolutely no talent and there's also a big difference between tiktok dancing and actual dance like yes i love that you're doing the whole like the renegade thing but can you do that with your feet ma'am what are the counts for that I would love to see that. I really would love to see that. I follow dancers. I follow artists. I follow musicians. I follow so many 
underrated people. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh yeah, I listened to something like totally underrated, like nothing on the radio. I say that because I genuinely am interacting with these uh, these people, these artists, these influencers or whatever, because I genuinely like them and they deserve attention and they deserve to get their respect and have their moment of shine. Because every day on Twitter, I see small businesses. I see people putting their art for sale. I see, I see it all and I take creative work so seriously. And I do like to judge it from a creative point of view. I've been a creative my whole life. I've been looking at it my whole life. I have been involved in it my whole life. And truthfully, everything is an art if you make it to be. And I have seen, I love just connecting with artists. I love connecting with them. And I love getting to know what is in their mind. What are they trying to do? I have friends. I have family. I have hella friends that are so talented and they don't get their moment of shine. And I believe that they will. But in the meantime, Talent is not just buying a ring light for your phone and lip syncing for 15 seconds to a song. Talent is what you do with the, maybe the silly content that you make and the aftermath. And if you actually make great work, which I've seen several people do, don't ever stop. Don't ever stop making that content because me, I'm going to enjoy it. And if I personally don't like, let's say an artist that Maybe make some art that I'm not that crazy into. But hey, maybe somebody else will. That's kind of the whole point of creating art or creating any content. Maybe somebody might not like it, but somebody else might. Just like maybe somebody might like Jojo Siwa. I don't. Like, her content is not for me. But do I dislike her as a human being? No. I don't even know her. She doesn't even know me. She could care less. But that doesn't mean that her content is bad for other people. Maybe a younger audience. Maybe for, you know, her, you know, younger audience like 13, below, however old. But my content is Casey Fry and Cody Co and Noel Miller. Like those are my type of people right there. Those are my type of humor and my type of content I'm subscribed and enjoying thoroughly. Or, you know, Caller Daddy, the podcast I also listen to. That's like honestly probably the only podcast I really dedicate my time to listening to, Caller Daddy. If you don't know Caller Daddy, who, then you're in for a treat. But some key notes to end. Please support your artist friend and family. It's really easy to just say that, but truly do it, honestly. And you helping them out and promoting their work or whatever they might do, I can't even imagine. I don't think you can, you can only imagine, actually, how happy it makes them and how happy it makes me to have friends in that field because I can talk to a guy about business I can talk to somebody about work I can talk to some I can talk to anybody about the stock market actually no I can't I don't know anything about the stock market or stonks if you will but I can talk to somebody about school my whole life and I have no interest in it but if you want to talk about art if you want to talk about creative work if you want to talk about talent like then we're not we're not gonna work you know it's just who you meet. And all I can say is please support actual creators you like. And I truthfully like to see all types of creators. So please don't be afraid to just post whoever you want. I'm gonna probably tap on it and be like, oh, I'm intrigued a little bit. So without further ado, I have adjourned. This is over. I have, I've yelled enough. I've yelled enough into the void. I take and rest my case, and that is all I will do. I have tea right here, and that is all I have to say, ladies and gents, or aliens, if you will. But if you enjoyed today's podcast, thank you for stopping in, and I will see all of y'all next Sunday, because Sunday is my official upload day. So peace, love, and all positivity. Have some tea, have some coffee, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Bye!